10 a.m. Bit early to receive sexual messages. Do you not agree? <laughs> what is wrong with men? And why are you messaging me at 10 a.m. trying to sext me? I know I went along with it the other day, but it doesn't mean you can disturb my morning while I have my headphones in listening to Oasis and enjoying a coffee and cigarette on my front step? Question mark. <laughs> Basically, some random man um, from the internet, <laughs> Instagram.com, um, slid into my DMs. Maybe, it was a while ago now, maybe three weeks ago, and was trying to chaps me. And I was like, let me check you out. You're kind of hot, actually. <laughs> um, found out that he is indeed a daddy. Not a biological one, but a um, a physical one. <laughs> is that making any sense at all? He's hot and he's 35 years of age, which technically I think does count as a daddy. He does have grey hair. Um, my cat is trying to escape. <laughs> Not now. <laughs> Why have you been sitting so Okay, everyone, okay. He literally, that was Jean, by the way. He just follows everything that she does because he is a sheep. Let me get back to my train of thought. Um, yep, so he, he slid into my DMs and I discovered that he was hot. So I was like, cute, let me reply to you. And then he just brought up like a man does his dick into the conversation. So I was like, fine. Hashtag send nudes. And then he actually did hashtag send nudes. And <laughs> why have you been so well behaved? And only until mother tries to start working, you start acting up. Children, am I right? I have two cats and <laughs> don't get two cats. Get two cats if you're going to get two boys, because I feel like they're just going to be super well behaved and love each other. But do not get a girl that is territorial and then a boy who, I don't know what he's up to, to be honest. He's just absolutely jarring. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to fix this. I'm going to have <laughs> give me a second. Well, I will say that's rather frustrating because I did lose my train of thought. However, um, back to the guy. Yeah, he just decided to send nudes and what he sent was looking great so I was like fuck it <laughs> please god <laughs> please okay Jean has been exiled from the living room you're pissing me off let me get back to it <laughs> do not get children you guys they will ruin everything <laughs> Um, yeah, I decided to go along with it because I was like, this is hilarious to me. I have not sent, <laughs> I've just come out of an eight year long relationship. I have not sexed somebody in <laughs> many, many years. And I just thought it, w it was just really funny. And I was, yeah, I don't know, something came over me and I decided to join in and honestly, it just filled me with laughter, to be honest. I found it very amusing and I continue to chat to him on multiple occasions, but he does not live in London. He lives in New York City. So yeah, separated by land and sea, but I think he's going to come visit. He did say he would, but <laughs> you never know. <laughs> but anyways, 
that was just the backstory. This guy decides to message me at like 10 a.m., which in New York time is 5 a.m. if I did my calculations right. Why are you messaging me so early? Why are you up so early? When I received the message, I was just like, I'm trying to do my makeup right now. I have my headphones in. I'm listening to Oasis. Um, why are you disturbing me? And I was just like, do you know what? I'm on my period. Like, I'm really not in the mood right now. And I'm busy. So I just ignored it. And then he sent, a, sent another one. And I was like, for God's sake. And yeah, I just, I, I was like, I can't be bothered for this right now. I'm not going to join in. I also like, I was just a bit confused. I was like, what do you want from me? Like, I don't know what you want. Because the way he was wording things, it was just a bit confusing. I was like, do you want me to sext you right now? Like, I don't know what's happening. Um, and he was just like, yeah, I just like want to talk. Um, and I need you to help me. And I was just like, it's just a bit early for that, babe like he was like what time is it I was like it's 10 a.m and he was like that's the best time before you go outside and I was like well I'm already outside now I'm having a cigarette on my front step um and I was like fine go on then <laughs> you start talking and I'll join in and what I realized is <laughs> it's so funny and why am I not getting paid for this <laughs> I think I'm really good. I think it was giving, you know, is it that, is it Freaky Friday? No, no, 10 things I hate about you when like the teacher is writing and she's like oscillating and she's like writing her sexual story. I don't know, what are those things called? I don't know, but she was writing one of those, um, a fan fiction. <laughs> and it was giving, I was giving her, like I was giving her energy because I was just like, doing my, you know, my silly little tasks. I was making a mocha pot full of coffee. What else was I doing? I was just like wandering around the house. I was outside having a ciggy. Like I was doing things, but simultaneously messaging this man. And I just found it so funny and I could not stop laughing. And I just, do you know what the funny thing is? Is that men are just such simple characters and they're so desperate. They are desperate and they will take anything they can get. And also I found it, even more hilarious because I was like, wow, the things I'm coming up with right now are incredible and I'm a natural. <laughs> I'm great at my job. Um, why am I doing free labor? And then also the things he was sending me, I was just like, you're not serving right now. Um, I'm feeling like you're giving me about 10%. I need you to do a little bit better and try a little bit more. You know, you're not being very imaginative. And I am holding this conversation together. But to be honest, like I was getting what I wanted out of it, which was just sheer morning amusement. So yep, if you are watching this, <laughs> I will not name you, <laughs> but he's not watching this. Um, but if you are, <laughs> do better. <laughs> so yeah, um, that was my morning. Oh, <laughs> and then... Why was it taking so long? Why was it taking so long? I was doing great work. You should have been done already. Um, but it was taking so long. And I was like, okay, well, <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta fill my podcast. But I was like, think of me. <laughs> and I checked my phone before I started recording. And he was like, no. <laughs> I won't say what he said. But like, it's your own fault. You should have hurried up. Um, I haven't got all day. So yeah. I am a working woman and I do have boundaries. <laughs> so welcome to absolutely everything. I <laughs> 
totally forgot to introduce the podcast and I just started off with that but I feel like you know there's nothing like a little intimate story time to get us emotionally connected so I hope you're feeling emotionally connected to me now um my name is Jen for those of you who don't know me which is probably all of you (laughs) I am so excited I would like to inform you that this isn't the first time we've done this (laughs) you and I I filmed about wait how many I filmed two two other podcasts already well actually technically I filmed three but I'm refilming the first episode because I filmed the first episode last month and I watched it back and it is disgusting I wanted to pass away um I was struggling trying to watch that because everything that I was doing was just so horrendous and I really do not resonate with that version of me anymore and in all honesty it was just so cringy and I hated everything that I did. I don't know I was just watching it and I was like oh my god this is so mortifying I can't put this on the internet and imagine that's the first episode. I don't want to put the first episode out and like it's fucking shit so I'm redoing it. I've decided and there's nothing you can do about it because we're doing it. I would like to inform you that I am wearing my pink Crocs today. (laughs) I haven't worn my Crocs for ages and I put them on as I went outside this morning and they have remained on my feet because I forgot how comfortable they are and cute. Are we not obsessed? I used to hate Crocs. I used to um get physically unwell whenever I saw people wearing Crocs until until somebody gave me some Crocs <laughs> and I was like <laughs> and when they gave me the Crocs I was like yeah they're just gonna be the house shoe like I would not go outside in those like I'll have them I'll have them I'll take them thank you but I'm just gonna wear them in the house slip them on my feet and <laughs> it was over I ended up wearing them everywhere <laughs> to the shop on my little on my little daily walks around the house yeah but like it's like a local shoe okay and by local I mean local (laughs) your local area like in your home and like within a one mile radius of your home I don't know how big one mile is I don't know miles I only know how many minutes it takes to get places um but I feel like one mile is not very big so within a one mile radius of your home um anything else is unacceptable imagine wearing these into the city (gasps) that would be mortifying Mm, it It depends what the rest of your outfit's like okay but but (laughs) i've got an ugg boot for that okay these are comfortable but so are ugg boots and ugg boots are socially acceptable to wear into the city but not your crocs and that is my own personal opinion i have thoughts way too many of them and they terrorize my every waking moment so i decided i can't afford therapy right now so what is the next best thing i'm gonna start a podcast so that's what we're doing and it's called absolutely everything the podcast where we talk about absolutely everything i'm sorry give me a round of applause can we get a round of applause right now please Thank, thank you, guys. No, stop, stop, stop. It's too much. It's too much. You're making me blush. I just think, is that not a great podcast name? I pondered on many names, but they were all taken. And then I came up with this idea. Well, that's a lie. I didn't come up with it. I was actually listening to someone's podcast or something, and they were like 
in conversation. I don't remember what they said verbatim, but they basically were like, we're going to be talking about absolutely everything today. And I was like, that's it. (laughs) That is it. So yeah, that is the name of the podcast. And I love it because it means that I can do anything. I can talk about absolutely everything and anything. And the opportunities are endless. The world is my oyster and... I'm having a great time but yeah when I initially filmed this podcast uh the title was the only person standing in your way is you (laughs) because the only person standing in my way was me because I had the inception of the podcast idea in January it is now November however I did actually film the first episode last month in October but it took me 10 months to actually sit down and film my podcast. Why? Why so long? Because I did buy my podcast mic in March or April. I think March. Was it April? <laughs> it was one of those two. Um, and I was so excited and I was ready to go and I've been collecting all my data, all my information, all my inspiration, my notes for podcast episodes that have accumulated since January it's an endless list. And yes, I have endless material. I could do this podcast for the rest of my life with all the material I have. But I just got stopped in my tracks and I did let fear get the better of me. I was stuck in fear paralysis for all of that time, 10 months. (laughs) It was horrible. It was truly horrible. And do you know what? It is what it is. I'm on the other side of it. I no longer fear fear. And here we are refilming the first episode but I feel like everything happens for a reason because like I said the first episode was awful I had no idea what I was doing because yes yes I talk to myself all the time (laughs) I've been doing that since I was a child because I did not get enough attention from anybody I sat down and I was trying to film the podcast I mean I did film the podcast but I was just so thrown off and I didn't know how to do it in terms of like, I didn't know how to structure it. I didn't know what I, I don't know. I didn't know anything, I just didn't know. So, you know, I've already filmed two podcasts already and edited them. So I now have a groove. I have a vibe that I stick to. So yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. So here is to round two of filming the first episode. Um, Welcome to my sofa. In the next episode next week, you're going to hear me say, we have unlocked a new destination. Welcome to my sofa. Because when I filmed the first episode, I filmed it in the bedroom. And then I was like, that's not a vibe. Let me move to the sofa. So technically, we're actually unlocking it right now. So if you hear me say that next week, just remember. (laughs) Oh, I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) You guys, sometimes when you drink coffee it's great. (laughs) But sometimes it's so great that your brain turns into mush and you cannot form sentences. I've become addicted to coffee again and I'm happy about it because it does enhance my personality. It does make me feel giddy and crazy and bubbly. Kobe Kelly, bubbly, great song. Recommend, recommend you listen to that right now. Bring back those memories of your childhood. Just not the childhood trauma. We don't want to bring back those memories. Uh-uh. Let me get into the fucking episode because I, if I just keep talking and not looking at my notes, I'm going to be talking and babbling for forever and we're not going to get anywhere and my phone is going to run out of storage. 
My notes are over here. So if I'm looking over there, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just multitasking, okay? So why was it so hard for me to film my podcast? Let's break it down. <laughs> why am I finding everything so funny today? Guys, I'm going food shopping later. I'm so excited. I have not been food shopping all month. It's the 26th of November. Why have I not done a single food shop? You wonder. Why are you wondering this? It is because, honestly, in a month's time, my life has done a full 180, just like how Dua Lipa said um, in her song. But things have been crazy. I've had a lot of life changes and I just haven't been able to get that part of my life together. <laughs> my, my food, my food shopping, my meals, it's been crazy. It's been no food shop, November, no nutrients, November, no proper meal, November. And to be quite honest, it's been no money in your bank account, November, because <laughs> I've been buying every single meal. I don't want to know. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I got really anxious, but I did do my finances the other day and they haven't been hit too hard somehow I think to be fair I have been purchasing a lot of soup recently a lot of, a lot of soup really into the one from Sainsbury's it's a spicy tomato lentil one paired with a baguette you can't go wrong it's great I recommend you try it out it's only £1.90 the baguette £1 that's £2.90 for a whole meal and also uh the soup you can do half for one meal, <laughs> another half for the other. But I do advise you to get more, more nutrients in your diet because one cannot live off a of soup. However, it seems one has been living off of soup. Let me get back on track. I need to read my notes. Um, okay, so why was it so hard for me to start the podcast? Limiting beliefs, <laughs> fear of perception, fear of being seen thinking that I couldn't make a podcast because there are already so many out there. I can't see, my laptop is so far away. Um, lol, this doesn't even make sense. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe a subconscious wanting to stay comfortable. Starting my podcast is stepping into a new version of myself. One that I want, but one that is unknown. That's scary as I have no control and it feels unsafe. Okay, these are just my talking points. So now that I've said that, let's break it down. <laughs> I really, 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 really struggled this entire year, <laughs> my entire life. <laughs> but I really struggled because I was so happy to have had my calling, had a message been sent to me from the universe, start a podcast. <laughs> I was like, yes, that is such a good idea because I have dabbled in many things to figure out what it is that I like, what it is that fulfills me and lights me up on fire. And I haven't really found it until I had the calling to start a podcast. So my iPhone ran out of storage and I was still talking. I think this is what they mean when they say Sunday scaries. Um, I think this is what Tame Impala meant when they said it feels like we only go backwards because I'm gonna have to rewind. I only lost 10 minutes of footage, but I was saying quite profound things. So I'm gonna have to tap back into my memory skills and try and remember what I was saying. Okay, where was I? I was basically saying how I 
I'm just so happy to be starting this podcast finally. I feel as though it is my calling. <laughs> when I look at my soft skills, they do include conversating, um, connecting with others and sharing experiences. So I'm excited for what the future holds. I'm excited to see what kind of journey and adventure this takes us all on. So thank you for being here and I'm very, very excited. That being said, I did struggle actually taking the actionable step and starting my podcast. I have been stuck in a place of fear basically my entire life and only up until the past month have I stepped out of fear and have started living my truth and being unafraid and I'm now able to go after the things that I want with a whole new perspective um yeah I had the inception of the idea to start my podcast in January it is now November I filmed my first episode last month in October so it took me 10 months to actually do it um I think I bought my mic in March or April and I was really excited but honestly I was so hyped and excited to start this however everything went downhill after I decided I wanted to do something new and go on a new journey and start a new path because my subconscious limiting beliefs really stepped in to tell me absolutely not and you can stay paralyzed in fear so that's what I was doing for the last 10 months and it was very difficult and I feel like you guys can probably relate to this within your own lives where I think oftentimes we have these um, ideas and these interests and we want to follow through on them and we really really want them for ourselves but then we really struggle actually doing the things that we want to do and then we find it really difficult to understand why we struggle so much and I'm here to tell you why I struggle so much and hopefully it will give you some sort of insight into your own lives if you are struggling putting actionable steps to your own goals and your own passions because I think this is kind of a universal struggle that we all go through. I was just feeling so down on myself for like the past 10 months because I've been so excited to start my podcast. I've been telling my best friends all about it and about all of my ideas. I have a really extensive list on my notes app full of podcast episode ideas and full of inspiration and I've been collecting all of this data for a really long time literally almost a year but for some reason I couldn't bring myself to sit down and film an episode edit it and put it onto the fucking internet and I couldn't understand why because I'm so passionate about this I truly feel like this is my my calling <laughs> and I was like why can I not do it? I don't understand. It's not like I don't want to do it, but I'm paralyzed in fear, quite literally. Um, and yeah, it led me feeling just really guilty, really ashamed. Yeah, it was quite a paradoxical feeling because I just couldn't quite determine if I wanted something so badly, why could I not do it? It's as simple as just doing it 
right but in reality it's not that simple and there are so many other factors that come into play and I think um my fear was just keeping me stuck although you think that your fear is keeping you safe but it just isn't and when I actually sat down to ponder and figure out why it was I couldn't do the podcast I had many realizations (laughs) I literally just started writing because I was just so down bad about it and I was over it at this point, it'd been 10 months and I'm just like, oh my God, I know I'm stuck in fear, but like, I need to find the root of this and I need to figure it out and I need to just get all the fucking data and information that I need in order to make a plan and move forward. And so I sat down one evening and I just started writing and I was like, why? Okay, why can't I start my podcast? And instead of coming from a place, which I had been of fear and of um self-deprecation I came from a place of love and compassion and empathy and a willingness to understand myself a bit better and I found that to be so helpful and I'm really grateful that I had that experience because now moving forward if I'm ever stuck I know to come from that place and not a place of why aren't you doing this? You're shit. Like (laughs) you quite literally can't do anything. (laughs) That's not true. We can do anything. We set our minds to, but it's all about your mindset and your perception. Yeah. I was just writing down the reasons why. And it was like, I'm scared of this. I'm scared of that. I'm scared of this. And then I came to the conclusion that it was fear that was stopping me. And yeah, I also realized that I had a lot of limiting beliefs. I had a fear of perception, a fear of being seen, and it was very debilitating and it made me just feel so shit about myself and I hate feeling like that and I'm so hard on myself and I think we all are. But yeah, my my biggest takeaway from that is to not be so hard on yourself and if you are struggling, don't berate yourself, come from a place of love and wrap that all over yourself and be compassionate because then you can kind of relax a little bit and feel a little bit more safe and you're able to be honest with yourself because you're not gonna be talking to yourself like shit, you can just be kind to yourself and then you can actually start moving forward. But yeah, I had, um, my fear of being seen was so large and quite debilitating to the point where I have struggled. This is mainly like my fear of being seen and being perceived is something that is a product of the lockdown and how I spent the lockdown. Like I didn't go outside for like your daily walks. I literally trapped myself inside. And then after lockdown, I struggled reintegrating into society. And I genuinely only feel like I've fully, fully 100% reintegrated into society within the last month. And it's 2023. That's three years of being traumatized, not including all the other years of my life. (laughs) where I was also traumatized. It was so bad that I couldn't go outside ever without having this 
constant looming fear that everybody was looking at me. <laughs> like people in their cars. If I'm like walking past traffic lights, they're all looking at me, they're all looking at me. Like this is the voice in my head. That's what it's saying. Um, walking past people, they're all looking at me, they're all looking at me. And like, it's fine, you can look at me, but it's more so like, I just didn't want to be seen. I like, because if you can see me, that means that I exist. <laughs> that means that I'm out here and I don't want to be out here and I don't want to be existing right now. So that was really difficult. And for a really long time, I struggled walking. Like when I would walk past people on the street, I would like literally be so fucking anxious but then the voice in my head would be so fucking loud. She'd be chattering away and she'd be like, look at them, look at them, look at them, look at them. Fight your fear of being seen. So I would look up, <laughs> I would submit. <laughs> I would look up and they would look at me and I would just like freak out and I'd be like, oh my God, why did they look at me? Why did they look at me in my eyeballs? How can you see me right now if I do not exist? This is so weird and so uncomfortable. So that fear of being seen penetrated so deep into my subconscious that even though I wanted to start this podcast and I do want to be seen I think I was trapped between my old self and my new self that I so desperately wanted to become um and my new self is this really independent confident powerful woman who goes after what she wants and is liberated and isn't held back by fear and just does what she wants and celebrates herself and is strong and is capable and I know I'm all of those things we all have all of these qualities but it's just you know like your trauma and your experiences and your limiting beliefs that <laughs> that hold you back and keep you stuck in this space of fear that essentially just paralyzes you and doesn't allow you to move forward and step into your power and step into your purpose and grow essentially. So that was just obviously my main hurdle that I had to overcome because although I was feeling that way and it was so integrated into my psyche, it's not who I am as a person and it's not who I wanted to be and it's not who I was Um like in older versions of myself that existed. It's just a product of my experiences and of my trauma that kind of left me paralyzed in that fear. And the more I became aware of that, the more I could start dissecting it and taking control of it and kind of navigating my thoughts in a different direction and so it was really difficult because I had like a lot of years worth of that kind of um belief system set up in my in my little mind that had damaged so many flourishing parts of myself that it took a lot for me to overcome it and to step into this new version of myself because you can't be both. You can't be your old self and the new self that you wanna become. You can't have all of these limiting beliefs, but then 
be in your power. I mean, maybe you can, but it's so paradoxical and it's so um, debilitating. But it's so hard because when you're trying to go over here and you're trying to grow and you're trying to be better and you keep getting pulled back to this old version of yourself, but then you're trying to go back to the to the person you want to become but then you keep getting pulled back it's like so strenuous and it's so jarring and it's just confusing and I think the one thing that really really helped me move forward and step into my power and actually start taking the actionable steps to go after what I want in my life was to just be brutally honest with myself and to find the root of these causes and to rationalize it a bit more and be like, okay, like I have a fear of being seen. How can I overcome this? And how can I be conscious of my thought patterns and kind of like have this dialogue with myself where these self-limiting thoughts come up, for instance, um, everyone's looking at you, oh my God, everyone's looking at you. And then my body starts having a reaction, I start getting really anxious. That's when I'm like, okay. And I'm like the watcher of my thoughts. And then I'm like, okay, she's doing that thing again. She's being weird again. And then I can kind of observe and then I can kind of step in as like a higher power, as my higher self and almost guide and give compassion to that voice because I think that voice is just your protector it's your fear voice that's that it thinks is keeping you safe but really it's tormenting you so I kind of have this dialogue with myself when that voice comes up and it's saying everybody's looking at you be scared be scared I observe then I come in and I'm like hey it's okay you're safe, you don't need to be worried, you are just existing, it's gonna be fine, <laughs> they're just human beings, <laughs> nothing bad is gonna happen to you, you're okay, you can do this, you're outside, that's okay, you're amongst people, that's okay, you're just not used to it, because I isolated myself for so many years, and because I'm self-employed, I don't have to go out all the time, um, so I, if I don't have to go out, I just didn't. And so I just, I never reintegrated back into society. And so it's just, everything is a formation and like habits and it became habitual to me to be isolated. And so that's all that it was. It was just something that I was no longer comfortable with. It was no longer habitual for me to be outside. It was habitual for me to be inside alone. And yeah, it's just like understanding, understanding these things. Because if you're just going, oh my God, everyone's looking at me. You're kind of like, what does that mean? Why? Okay, cool. Why does that freak you out? Why does that make you feel so paralyzed and so debilitated? But it's about being aware of these thought patterns and this recurring rhetoric and the feeling in your body when you're in these uncomfortable situations and then kind of finding the root of it. And once you find the root, you can then tend to it and you can come from a place of love and compassion and understanding with yourself and start this open dialogue. And I think that's a way that I really helped heal myself was um, by in my head, 
I mean, it's so hard because God, there's so much going on. <laughs> there's so much going on in that all the time, but it's fine. Um, it does end up quieting down the more you like tend to all of these like damaged parts of yourself. Um, yeah, but sometimes it is going a mile a minute, but yeah, once I started having this open dialogue with myself and giving myself love, healing myself, things just got a lot easier. Another reason why it was so hard for me to start my podcast was, um, I thought that I can't start a podcast because, and obviously I don't, I don't think this, like my higher self doesn't think this, it doesn't, it knows it's like so, so silly, but it's, again, your limiting beliefs, your fear, keeping you stuck and like ruining every good thing you, that you have. Like it's like bringing toxicity into everything. As, as soon as you try to grow, this is what I'm realizing. As soon as you try to grow and you try to bloom and you try to flourish and you try to be a better version of yourself and you try to have more for yourself and bring more abundance in, as soon as you have those fucking ideas, your, your fear steps in to be like, no, you can't have that. And it is just a concoction of limiting beliefs. Like maybe subconsciously you feel like you are not worthy of having more. You are not worthy of being successful. You are not worthy of having everything that you want in life and being happy. Because as much as it feels shit to be suffering and to not have the things that you want, at least you know how that feels. And I think somehow psychologically as human beings we just want to be comfortable and stepping into the unknown taking risks not knowing what the outcome is going to be like is not something that your brain has experience with and so it doesn't want to do that that's why for instance when you walk to work or something you always go the same route because it becomes habitual your body naturally takes you in that direction um but it's all about just forming these new habits and making new brain waves and brain forms or whatever the fuck it's called. So yeah, I felt as though I, there's so many podcasts out there. Why would me making a podcast mean anything to anyone? And how could that be successful? And there are already people doing it who are successful so me starting from scratch and putting myself out there, it all it all links back to this just fear of being perceived and fear of being seen. And I think honestly, let me know in the comments because I feel like so many people struggle with this and it's so universal, especially because of the internet and because of social media and because we're just so overexposed to absolutely fucking everything. Um, wait, what's my podcast called? Absolutely anything. Wait, what the fuck is my podcast called? absolutely everything yeah <laughs> I thought it was called absolutely anything then no it's called absolutely everything slow yeah we're just too fucking overexposed and we're too self-aware and we're too we're, we're just too switched on <laughs> we need to take a back seat and we need to start going on cruise control however what I also realized what was holding me back was this fear of being seen also stems from um, a fear of taking up space and wanting to be small. Because when you live your life like that for so many years, 
wanting to change that and wanting to take up space and wanting to be seen is literally going against your fucking grain and your body and your subconscious is not going to want to let you do that because it's never done that so it's going to feel so uncomfortable but change is uncomfortable but the reward far outweighs the risk and honestly like now that I'm in the place that I am in where I've stepped into my power and I finally feel like I am the person that I've always wanted to be and I'm having the experiences that I've always wanted to have I'm attracting in so much abundance and I'm making so many new like-minded wonderful interesting kind funny friends and I've for the first time in my life feel like I'm living my truth and I feel genuinely fulfilled and it's incredible but it's not to say that it wasn't so hard and debilitating because I struggled so hard trying to get to this point but like I just want to let you know that you can get to this point and if you are being held back by your mental illness <laughs> you can do it, you can do it. But yeah, I think this fear of not wanting to take up space also came from like childhood trauma. Um, like coming from a marginalized background, I grew up in a small seaside town and in my school, there weren't really many people of color. And so I had these like few boys in like my younger years of high school that would like bully me and pick on me because I was a beautiful, Filipino woman and they were like oh my god she's different let's pick on her <laughs> she doesn't look like us <laughs> excuse me why would I want to look like you you ugly <laughs> but it was really traumatizing for me I'd never experienced um bullying before because of what I looked like so it's so bizarre um but I think I was like oh my god this is not okay and I'm getting attacked for simply existing so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna <laughs> hide and try not to exist <laughs> and I think that's where my fear of being seen probably started and yeah I would just try to not take up space and not be loud and I think that massively hindered my growth and my success as an individual and so now it's seeping out of me subconsciously when I would when I was trying to start my podcast, I was stuck between, I want to do this thing, I want to be seen, I want to share my personality with the world, and I want to connect with people. Um, but then the other part of myself was like, no, don't do that. You'll get attacked and it's not safe and we don't wanna be hurt. Um, so it's understandable but listen at the end of the day I've just discovered that it's just so 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 silly and honestly who the fuck cares Pamela Anderson once said in her documentary thinking is overrated so every time my mind starts going a mile a minute I just remember what the great Pamela Anderson said and I'm like yeah I'm gonna stop thinking then I'm not gonna do it because at the end of the day I have lived my so much of my life pretty much all of my life in a space of fight or flight and 
I got to a point where I was like, I am over this. This is so jarring. Uh, let me live. Let me have fun. Like, I just want to be a girl. I just want to do the things that I want to do. And let me fucking do it. So the only person standing in your way is you. However, it's not your fault. It's the fault of everyone else for traumatizing you and fucking up your beautiful, beautiful, sweet brain and traumatizing you from childhood. So yeah, those were the things that were holding me back. And that was the way that I was able to overcome it. Oh, uh, actually, a big way that I was able to overcome it was through what I was consuming. So I was reading a lot of books on psychology, a lot of self-help books, and listening to really interesting podcasts that have psychiatrists on, or just interesting people with interesting um, perceptions on life and have built up a really good toolkit and they're able to like share that with other people. Um, So let me look on my notes. I watched a podcast with Sophia Bush from One Tree Hill if you guys ever watched that I loved that show the podcast is speaking your truth with Sophia Bush and Lewis Hose or is it Howes I don't know spelled h-o-w-e-s it's on YouTube and I'm sure it's on Spotify and shit as well but I watched it on YouTube and I fell in love with her like she is so eloquent so intelligent um she has been an activist as well as an actor and just like an awe-inspiring woman for decades now and I always knew this about her but I never like watched anything with her in it apart from like tv like I never actually like got to know her as a real life person and she said something that really hit me at the right time it was still when I was like stuck in my fear and I really wanted to start my podcast and I was struggling and I was just like let me just consume all of this like helpful inspiring um content and information so I can just (laughs) help my silly little brain move forward and she said something that really inspired me and was the catalyst for my growth she basically said um she was reading an interview that Harrison Ford did and he was talking about getting to set and every time he gets on set for the first like on the first day he looks around and he's like this is going to be the one like this is going to be the one movie where everyone figures out I have no idea what I'm doing and I'll never work again um and that's Harrison Ford so then she realized like oh my god it never goes away. No matter how much you succeed, you're always going to be afraid. Um, And then she said that when you make friends with your fear, it gets a little bit better. So she said, instead of letting the fear swallow her alive, what if she looks at it and says, cute, that means you care. That's so cute. Um, And she just wondered, like, what if she just started changing her relationship with fear? And at the time, being stuck in fear paralysis at the fear hotel, the fear hospital, I was blown away. It really was just what I needed to hear. Because hearing that somebody like Harrison Ford, somebody so successful, so established, still gets hit with fear 
that means that <laughs> we all are going to get hit with fear for the rest of our lives. <laughs> so that's something to look forward to. But it just makes you feel a bit more human and, and, and like you're not alone and you're like, okay, like this just happens to everyone. Literally everyone, no matter how far, how successful you get in life, you're still going to be hit with fear. So when you understand that is about how you are going to move forward with that understanding. Are you gonna let fear wash over you every time it comes and knocks at your door? Or are you going to decide to make friends with fear? Because if fear is always going to be in your life, you might as well get to know her. You might as well make friends with her and form a relationship with her where you both have this like mutual understanding of each other. And that's just not something that I had heard prior to that. And I was in such a place of struggling and being in fear paralysis that that was just something that really clicked for me. And I was so grateful to have clicked on that video. And I mean, please watch that video. Please watch that podcast episode because it was so beautiful. And they had such an incredible conversation about many things. Um, truly, truly beautiful and really inspiring. And I just love, I love listening to people have like a good conversation about an array of things because it's just so meaningful. That is the main thing that really fucking helped me. It's like, okay, fear just means I care. I'm afraid to start my podcast because I care about it. It's my baby, it's my passion project. It's literally the first thing in my life where I've been like, a hundred percent this is it this is what I want to do I have so many fucking ideas I could go on for a million years with the ideas that I have the topics that I have the things I want to discuss the ways in which I can grow and learn and evolve through this podcast connecting with you guys um of course I'm going to be scared because I care so much about it it's up to me whether I let that fear just keep me here or if I just say okay let's go together <laughs> you and I let's hold hands with fear and let's go together um because then you're kind of like okay like I want the fear to be there because if I'm not scared do I really care about it um yeah that was just so insane to me and now we're here and we're doing it so yeah god I love to like joke around and have fun and that was such an intense conversation <laughs> okay I'm not gonna lie that was so fucking intense and not that it brought my mood down I do love having deep intense conversation and being a bit philosophical at times however I'm ready to have fun again let's bring the vibe back up I have other talking points now the segue out of that conversation, but before we segue out of that conversation of the only person standing in your way is you, I really hope that um, whatever the fuck I just said, because Loki, I did black out and I hope I said something good. I hope that something resonated with you and I hope that if you are also stuck in a place of fear and you're feeling stuck, I hope that something resonated and I hope that something that I touched upon can be a catalyst for you and 
spark something inside of you to start moving forward and to start taking control of your life and stepping into your power, hold hands with fear, do it together, you can do this. Coming from somebody that has struggled their entire life (laughs) with fear, you can do it. Like you are strong, just remember who the fuck you are. Remember that this is your life and the only person that can take control of it is you. And you are in the driver's seat as much as it doesn't feel like it. A lot of the time when you are a slave to your mind, just know that you can rewire your mind at Evan, Evan? Who's Evan? (laughs) At any given moment. Um, But you have to make that choice. And that means, you know, journaling, getting to the root of your problems, being honest with yourself, coming from a place of compassion and kindness. Stop talking to yourself like fucking shit. You don't deserve that. That voice is not you. That those are not your thoughts. That's not that's not you. It's literally just everything that you've absorbed in your entire life. Like that voice is just like a fucking parrot repeating shit that's been said to you like throughout your life. It's not you you're incredible, you're amazing, you're capable of anything that you set your mind to, if there is something that is calling you, if there's something that you really, really want to do, but you're struggling so hard to do it, or you think you're not worthy, or or you think you're going to fail, just do it anyway, I think, stop overthinking it, just do it, literally just do it, like, I did the same thing with my podcast, I was like, oh, I don't think I can do it, actually, what will I even talk about, what if I run out of things to say, okay, what if, like, who cares, like, are we gonna live for the rest of our life, thinking what if, or, like, planning out all of these things, like, the worst things that you thought would happen to you have never even fucking happened to you, like, we fret so much, we live in the past, we live in the future, we're never in the fucking present, what's happening in the present? The present is great, the present is fine, (laughs) we are performing psychological warfare upon ourselves all the time and we don't deserve it we deserve to live in peace we deserve to go after the things that we want we deserve to have the things that we want we deserve to live a fulfilled and meaningful life and it starts with you like heal that relationship with yourself give love to yourself work on yourself and watch everything else fall into place like your relationships with everyone else around you is going to improve, you're going to attract so much abundance into your life, so many incredible opportunities, but only until you truly allow yourself to feel worthy of all the things that you want, that you think you don't deserve, only then will you start getting everything that you want in life, and start truly being fulfilled, and it's really sad to know that so many of us live in a place of fear, in a place of feeling unworthy, when we're just little human beings. We're just little human beings that have endured so many micro and macro traumas um, that have fucked us up in the head. (laughs) We are all mentally ill. (laughs) We are all mentally unstable, whether you wanna admit it or not. So yeah, just be kinder to yourself. Make that your main priority. Stop being mean to yourself. You don't deserve it. The relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you're ever gonna have until you start loving yourself. 
even though it feels like how do I even do that there's help around you ask for help if you need it watch podcasts um read books there's so much information available knowledge is power once you understand your mind once you understand why we do the things that we do why we think the way we think you kind of disable the fear you disable these like negative patterns because you understand it it no longer is you because I feel like all of these negative thoughts and these negative cycles you just think that's who you are as a human being but it's not it's just an accumulation of all of these experiences and traumas once you understand that you understand it do you know what I mean like once you understand it you're like oh that's just because of this it's not actually that's not who I am as a person or whatever that's not actually how I think and then once you start learning and building a toolkit you're then able to go about your life so much easier because at the end of the day in life we are gonna struggle like there's gonna be highs there's gonna be lows it's constantly gonna be that you don't know what you're gonna face tomorrow but when you start building a toolkit that helps you survive in this crazy crazy world it just gets a lot easier because you build a whole new perspective and when you have a whole new mindset that is positive and you start nurturing your mind body and soul um things just get less hard um but it all comes from a place of compassion but the compassion has to start with you and let it start with other people as well like I found that once I started being more compassionate with myself and everyone around me things were just so much easier like for instance if I'm out for dinner and the waiter's rude to me like in the past I would let that affect me and be like that guy's a dick like why is he being so rude like what is his problem and I think a lot of us think that way it's a kind of us versus them mentality but when you kind of think from a more compassionate place and you think oh like why is the waiter being so rude he must be going through something he must be having a bad day maybe he just got some bad news maybe he's having a bad life like we all are um when people are mean or hurtful it's just because they're hurting and they're going through something like I don't believe that people are inherently mean or rude or nasty or evil the world makes you like that so kill them with kindness it's literally what you put out you get back so for instance if I have a rude waiter I'll, I'll just have so much empathy for him I won't take that personally why would I take that personally I would have empathy and so then I would make it my mission to try and be kind to him Maybe in the next time he comes over, I'll say, how's your day going? Um, and maybe that's all that person needed, someone to say, how's your day going? Sometimes all it takes is a smile. Sometimes all it takes is kindness. Like, how is your day going? He might then just be like, oh my God, it's going horribly. Like I just got this bad news earlier and I'm working like a 10 hour shift and I'm really stressed out. Maybe no one asked that guy how his day was going. And all that he needed was somebody to care a little bit and notice that he's looking a bit stressed. 
he's looking a bit sad. Yeah, I think just being a bit more present in life and being kinder to people. And I always notice now, like I'm always looking around and like I was on the train yesterday and there was this guy that came and sat opposite me. And the whole time he had like his hands like this and he was just looking down. He looked so fucking miserable and it was so sad and I had so much empathy for him and I kept looking over in hopes that he would look at me so I could just smile at him because maybe that would have made him feel less alone because he looked very alone and very down but he wouldn't look at me <laughs> and I was like fuck fuck I feel so bad but like you know just be a bit more kinder to people have more empathy. You never know what people are going through. And I was never, I wasn't always like this. Like I used to be really fucking selfish. Like I'll throw my hands up at that. Like if someone was not like, I wasn't an awful person, but you know, like how we all are, we just sometimes think that we are the main character and sometimes we're not as conscious of our actions as we should be. And being present and being conscious and trying to be kind to everyone that I meet is something that I hold so dearly and something that has just made my life so much easier as well. And just to spread to spread kindness and love is just a really nice thing to do. And yeah. Let's move on to something a bit more fun. Let's get the vibes back up. I'm feeling like, yes, that was a beautiful conversation that we just shared with each other, but it's kind of brought my mood down to this like really mellow low and like I don't really like it I want to have fun so let's finish the episode on a high I have some random talking points that we can discuss and let's bring the fun back in because that was very intense for a first episode but I mean I feel like it was fitting when I filmed my first episode one month ago that is what I talked about (laughs) and yeah I just really wanted to discuss um fear because it made sense considering it is what has held me back my entire life is what held me back from releasing my podcast and I just wanted to make a meaningful first episode because I want to help inspire other people you Okay, we have on our talking points for the rest of this episode, I need to buy gloves. That was written by me yesterday (laughs) on my way to work. (laughs) Because why is it three degrees out there? Somebody please tell me why the temperature has dropped. (laughs) I mean, I know why. We live in a seasonal, what is it called? Like continental, continental breakfast. Yeah, it's really cold, you guys. Like, I need to get some gloves, but I want to get some cool ones. I want, oh, you know what I would love? Mohair gloves. That would be stunning. Okay. I also have going up to people and saying, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. Then walking away. (laughs) That was just an intrusive thought I had yesterday whilst walking amongst civilization. And I really wanted to do it. I think I have done that before in the past but not to a stranger, just to a friend, because obviously then it's less weird. But I would totally love to do that to someone. Basically, when I was like 15, 16, out and about in my hometown with my friends, walking around, 
we be bored out of our brains. We're only 15, 16. I mean, I don't know what other 15, 16 year olds are up to. Probably not what I was up to, which was silly things. <laughs> and basically just, I would pick random, random men about 40, 50 years old, like walking down the street. And like, if I'm on this side of the road, they'd be on this side. And I would like call them over. Um, <laughs> and I would be like, Uncle Dave, Uncle Dave, it's me, it's me, Jen. Your niece, are you, are you coming over to mum's this Christmas? And they would be like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> they would be so confused. But the funny thing is, is that men are simple creatures and at that point in their lives, they're probably so just, I don't know what they're thinking about because they're men, but like I said, men are simple creatures and they're so easily tricked. So in their head, because they're never paying any attention, they're probably like, fuck, is that, is that my family member? <laughs> they're calling me Uncle Dave, so they must be my family member. That must be my niece. Why don't I remember her? Does she, she looks a bit different, but if she's calling me Uncle Dave, <laughs> but then what if his name isn't Dave? It just wouldn't work. He'd be like, he'd be like I think you have the wrong person. I'm like, no, no. You were over like two months ago, remember? For dad's birthday. I just think these intrusive thoughts, bring them into the reality. It's so much fun. Oh my God, this is a public service announcement for you guys. Can somebody leave me in the comments if you're watching this on YouTube, who is that guy from TikTok who lives in Paris and he just goes up to people and he's like, Wednesday. <laughs> Oh my God, Wednesday, that's that's what that reminded me of. Wednesday, oh my God, it's your Wednesday, Tuesday. <laughs> you know the one. Or he's like, oh my God, the weekend, the weekday. <laughs> Who is he? What is his username? I cannot find him anywhere. Obviously I've liked and saved his posts previously, but I haven't seen him on my For You page for so long and I wanna see if he's still doing it because those videos made me laugh so much and I just want to laugh. So if you know what his username is, please fucking comment it. I need to track him down. Do you guys remember when you were on a school trip and how much fun it was being on that coach, being on the freeway and then seeing lorry drivers? <laughs> It was so much fun. Why was it so much fun? Probably because you're all the same height. <laughs> I feel like if you're in a car, you're you like you're trying to look up at a lorry driver, so it's not really the same effect. But when you're on a coach, you're cruising at the same level. And then wouldn't it just be so fun to just wave at them? And they would always wave at you back. Things were so simple back then. <laughs> Talking about coaches, I threw up on a coach once when I was 14, maybe. I get travel sick and I'm not good with long haul journeys. And we were going to Birmingham <laughs> to the Clothes Show Live. What even is that thing, Clothes Show Live? It was a school trip for my fashion textiles class. And I, it was like a three hour fucking coach journey. That is so fucking long. Uh, and I just remember feeling so physically unwell. <laughs> I was not okay. So I decided to lean forward on the chair in front of me and put my head in my hands and just try to collect myself, deep breathe through the pain I was experiencing, okay? And then after I had been doing that for some time, feeling very nauseous, I then leaned back into my chair 
And the motion of going from there to here was the thing that brought me over the edge. And as soon as I did that, I vomited. But I didn't have anywhere to vomit. <laughs> so I vomited like in my like in my mouth. I was like, <clears throat> and it was like, it was in my mouth. Like it filled up my mouth. And like the fact that it was in, <laughs> the fact that it was in my mouth was making me even more sick. I did not want to carry this. Could you imagine? I'm sure someone watching this has done this before. What the fuck? That is so disgusting. Like, why is my mouth now full of sick? I'm going to be sick again. <laughs> Where do I put this? And like, so my mouth is now full of sick. How can I tell somebody to get me something to put it in if my mouth is full of sick? <clears throat> Even thinking about it is making me fucking unwell. <gasps> So I, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't ask for help. The girl sitting next to me was like, what is happening? She's being sick. And I think she was like, oh, she's being sick. Can someone get her like a bag? But it all just happened so fast. And then I I didn't have like more because it was because it was in my mouth and it was making me more sick. I had more sick to come out, but then my mouth could only hold so much sick. So I and everything was happening so fast. She did ask for help. Somebody was getting a bag, but it all happened so fast. And then more sick was coming out. So then I I had to put it somewhere. So the only other things that I had were my hands. And then I remember like, I was having to just throw it up in my, in my hands. Oh my God, it was so fucking disgusting. I, think I had to like eat it back up. Have you ever heard something so vile, so disgusting, so traumatizing? <sighs> Character development. Eventually, I think um, a bag came to me, maybe some tissues, but I do remember I, I had to eat back up some of the sick. <sighs> what the fuck, you guys? That is so fucked up. And then, and then like, girl, we're on the fucking freeway. <laughs> what is that called? A motorway. We're on the motorway and we had to wait a while till we got to a fucking service station where we could stop and we could go to the toilet and wash our hands and shit. It was so fucked up. Never again. I do not go on long haul journeys. Get me on a coach. Absolutely not. It's not happening. I'm not going on a coach. Unless it's like one hour, I'm fine. But anything longer than an hour, I will end up deceased. Um, I also have on my notes, parting the Red Sea. How to walk in London. <laughs> So years ago, I learned how to walk in busy areas, which if you don't know, um, you basically just look in the direction you want to go in. It doesn't matter if there's hundreds of people in front of you. If you are looking in this direction, whoever's coming towards you is going to part the Red Sea and you will be able to go through there with ease. And I just love doing this. I love doing this because everyone is moving out of the way for me. I am the leader. I can walk wherever I want to walk, unless they're not looking at you. Then obviously they're just gonna walk into you. And that leads me to my next thing. Yesterday on my way to the train station, why is everyone addicted to their iPhones? Why are you looking at your iPhone and not where you're walking? Why are you not street smart? <laughs> why are you looking at your iPhone and you're going in a diagonal, in a diagonal direction. Please, if you're gonna look at your iPhone, at least try to keep your feet straight. It's actually absurd. And why are you just not 
in the real world enough that you sense that someone is coming towards you or like you can look at your iPhone but also be multitasking and looking at the fucking street bitch. Like a pedestrian is coming your way and someone just ends up walking into me. Look where you're going, you fucking loser. Honestly, like everyone needs to get a bit of a fucking grip and not be so fucking obsessed with their fucking iPhones. Shortly after that happened, I had two individuals heading towards me, but there was only enough room in the pathway for one of us. And I decided to be a kind person and wait for them to pass. Whilst I was waiting for them, they did not at one point acknowledge my existence or even thank me, at least acknowledge me, at least look up, maybe give me a little smile. But no, nothing, not even a thank you. I'm doing you a kindness. I'm being a good Samaritan and you can't even give me the time of day. Pisses me off really, but I did not let it get to me. Never let it get to you. Oh, although sometimes, sometimes if I'm holding the door open for someone and they walk through and they don't even acknowledge me, that is one of my things that really pisses me the fuck off. And that is when I am no longer the good person. I'm no, I'm no longer kind, compassionate, and empathetic. You've pissed me off now, girl. It's not happening. So if that happens and somebody walks through, I'm holding open the door for them. They don't even fucking look at me. I just go, you're welcome. And that usually gets their attention. <laughs> I just have on like my notes. I am nothing without my notes app, nothing. It is true. I love my notes app. Every time I get a good idea, I'm onto my notes. There's so many notes on here. Um, sorry, I'm just like trying to get comfortable. I'm just trying to get comfy. I have on here from yesterday because I just had such a beautiful time yesterday. Like today it's gray and gloomy, which isn't lovely. Um, but yesterday it was blue skies and sunny and just such a beautiful day even though it was literally butthole cold it was like fucking three degrees but it was gorgeous and I was walking to the train station and I've been tapping into Paolo Nutini I forgot how good he was and I was listening to his albums and um I have written down romanticizing my life is so fun funky cigarette by Paolo Nutini five degrees oh it was five degrees sorry blue skies and so sunny walking to work so much fun kept smiling to myself lol <laughs> it is true I was I was having such a beautiful time because I just love autumn it's my favorite season I think all of the colors all of the leaves are so beautiful my favorite weather is when it's ice cold but blue skies and sunny and I'm listening to good music and I just love walking I love walking I love being outside I love the crisp air I love everything about autumn and the blue skies, sunny days, and the crunchy leaves. Oh, I just think life is so beautiful. It's just an accumulation of all of these wonderful little moments. And I just love it. And I'm so grateful and I'm so happy. That leads me on to yesterday morning when I was taking a shower and I was listening to Sunny Side Up by Paolo Nutini. And I just think that is such a fun little album. And I really enjoyed stepping into the shower. Usually I always have like cold showers, but it's so cold right now that I'm on my hot shower arc right now. And I am really happy to be doing that because it's invigorating. 
it's so comforting. And I put on the fucking album. The hot water was washing over me and I was just dancing. And I love doing that in the shower. It's my favorite time in the morning. Put on a good album, dance in the shower, cleanse your body, get ready for the day. And yeah, I really recommend listening to that album again because it's just such a throwback. And I've been listening to Paolo Nutini for the past few days now and I love him. I love him and I really love his song Better Man and I'm pretty sure he has like a really good like live acoustic version of it on YouTube um so I need to search that up but I'm pretty sure because I think I remember like always listening to that when I was younger oh I really want to recommend um Rewind by Paolo Nutini such a beautiful song I want to recommend Keep Rolling by Paolo Nutini and obviously Jenny Don't Be Hasty because <laughs> Was that song written about me? What's the story, Morning Glory? <laughs> Today, I was listening to that album by Oasis with my headphones in, getting ready in the morning, doing, doing my makeup, and I was just having the best motherfucking time. So, listen to Talk Tonight. Really enjoyed that one. Obviously, Champagne Supernova is just a feel-good song. When I was getting ready, Don't Look Back in Anger came on because it's like one of the first tracks on the album. And I was like, this is a throwback because I haven't listened to this album in ages. And it's such a banger. Like, every song is a banger. It's so fucking good. And yeah, I want to go and do karaoke now because Don't Look Back in Anger is the moment. Oh. It's just such a British throwback, isn't it? Like, it's giving, like, if you're British and don't look back in anger comes on, and you're in a pub and everyone's a bit drunk, it's just this universal loving experience where everyone just comes together for a moment in time. And they're just like, so Sally can wait. She knows it's too late as she's walking on by. So, <laughs> slides away. When everyone does that, it just fills me with absolute joy. And when I'm done with this podcast, I'm going to load it up on my telly, on Spotify, blast up the volume, and I'm going to have a little sing-along because... It's free serotonin and I can take all the serotonin that I can get because right now there's none of that in the sky because it gets dark at 3.30 p.m. Oh, did you hear that? That was pretty good. Put a bit of auto-tune on that. P.M. P.M. M. M. Was that good? I don't know. <laughs> I'll Future me will know when I'm editing. <laughs> uh anyways I'm over this now because to be honest talking so intensely so philosophically so psychologically it was giving intense therapy session and as much as I believe it was a helpful and productive thing to be talking about and discussing it was quite debilitating because it sucked a lot of the life out of me and 
now I need to go and have a cigarette to calm myself down. <laughs> but I really love talking to you today, girl. I really love talking to you. And this brings me on to the final segment where I'm introducing something called solo dates. And it's basically where every week at the end of each episode, I encourage you guys to take yourself out on a solo date. So emphasis on the solo, do not be inviting anyone with you. This is something that you do on your own for yourself, by yourself. I really want to encourage you guys to just prioritize once a week time for yourself to do something that brings you joy to maybe try out new things and to be present and to know that that time is your time and you're doing it to give yourself love and have a beautiful present experience with yourself and to help you recharge and to just have fun so for example it could be going on a walk and looking around, taking pictures of all the nice things that you see, um, crunching on some leaves, watching some cute dogs play and chase squirrels. It could be going to the cinema on your own and seeing a new movie. It could be taking yourself on, you know, a life drawing class, going to a pottery class. There are so many things that you can do um, you can take yourself out on a nice little lunch. <laughs> I really hope the mic caught that. My stomach was rumbling. I need to eat something. Um, but yeah, it can literally be anything, but make it intentional and I'm also going to do it. And each episode I can share what I got up to for my solo day of the week. Yeah, I think it's really cute. I think it's really wholesome to just encourage you guys to do that for yourselves uh, as a community type thing. And I want you to take pictures and document your solo day and send it to me on the Instagram, which is at absolutely everything pod. Um, and then I can look at them and see how cute you guys are and I want to share them on the Instagram feed and hopefully that will then in turn encourage other listeners and other people to also do the same thing and I'm sure you know like a lot of you listening and watching do this all the time anyways but I just think it's really cute if we all do it together and we all share our experiences because I also am aware that a lot of us struggle doing things alone even though we want to be doing that um and to see other people doing it encourages everyone else to do it and you know we can all connect and get to know each other and it's just really cute and wholesome and there's nothing better than doing something good for yourself because you deserve it queen so yeah please do that and send it to me on the instagram i'm very excited to see what you guys get up to and yeah Okie dokie, I'm gonna love you and leave you because Loki, I need to take a fat fucking nap, but I don't think I have time. I'm supposed to go to Sainsbury's and do a food shop. It is 2 p.m. They shut at 4 p.m. because it's a Sunday. So, ah, I'm feeling nervous. Do I go there? Do I not go there? Is this enough time? <gasps> oh God. Um, Because I'm also going for a roast with my friends tonight. 
at 5 p.m. And I think I need to leave at 4 p.m. Oh God, the time is slipping away from me. And I have work tomorrow. So I wanted to do a food shop tonight so that I can make something to bring to work. I'll figure it out. Do you know what? I'm just going to go to Sainsbury's. I'm going to go to the big Sainsbury's. I'm going to feel something. I need to go. That is number one on my to-do list. You're going, you're going to Sainsbury's, Jen. I'm going to, I'm just going to go straight after this. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Um, but I love you so much. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's so nice to meet you. <laughs> I really enjoyed talking. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys. I really enjoyed talking today. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, leave a comment. If you're watching this on YouTube, subscribe, like it, share it. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple, or whatever, leave a review, a five star review. I only want positive feedback. I don't want constructive criticism. I'm not emotionally stable for that yet. So positive vibes only, please do your public service and do the good thing. I love you so much. And I will see you next week on Thursday. New podcast every single Thursday. Bye. Be safe. I miss you. Okay. Get home safe. I love you so much. Okay. Bye. <laughs>